Hello, welcome back to episode three of Claret and Blue, Birmingham Live's Aston Villa podcast. Um, we bring you, I think it's our first podcast, our well, first relaunch podcast after a defeat. Yes. 2-1 um, at Chelsea, and I don't think on a balance of play, I mean, we, we, we're going to talk specifics soon, but generally yeah. on the balance of play, Ash, I don't think there can be too many complaints, can there? No, not at all, no. Um Villa's only played in patches to be fair Chelsea were very good uh, last night <laughs> really impressed with Chelsea and yeah Villa couldn't get going tough week isn't it going to Old Trafford and then Stamford Bridge and ran out of steam in the end and Villa, Villa had themselves too much to do and Chelsea started both halves really well and in the end killed the game off so yeah no complaints Chelsea the better team Did you, did you watch it? Yeah I think it's on, I'm live and exclusive on Amazon Prime actually What do you think of Amazon uh, by the way? I thought it was alright <laughs> to be honest did you not like it? I didn't rate Gary Cahill who was that? Who was that little Scottish fella who was uh, uh, the doing the at the side of the pitch? I don't. I can't think of his name. I said to you before. I can't think. Of when I heard his voice, I thought it was a fella off Love Island. I thought he was going to go uh, on about yeah. coupling up and all this kind of. Yeah, I know his name. <laughs> Embarrassingly, I know his name. Ian Sterling, isn't yeah, it? But Love I mean, yeah, but it wasn't him. Wasn't him. Uh, no, I thought, I thought it was all right, mate. I said that to Ash as well before you started. I was a little bit disappointed in Andy Townsend's pronunciation of Tyrone Mings. It sounded like a Tyrone. Is that what he was saying? Or, or Trone? That's what like, we, we got. Um, we got a ten off last week for um, Hurahan, didn't uh, we? Ah, yeah. How, how we? Hurahan is the official. Hurahan, yeah. Hurahan now. <laughs> anyway, yes, um, yeah. So we, um, what we're talking about, Chelsea? Yeah, I got a theory. I've always got a theory about something. Always. Mm-hmm. I, and we've talked about this kind of close knit bunch of thirteen or fourteen Premier League players. It's really hard to keep asking them, especially kind of three times in a week. Yeah. To ask them to play the kind of intent the, with a level of intensity yeah. that, that Dean Smith yep. Dean Smith demands, and it just it felt like that last night to yeah. me. It, it felt really flat. It felt that the people who you'd want to bring you the energy just weren't able to to supply it last night. Um, but I think we need I think we need a bit of context because. Aston Villa. I mean, I haven't got soccer base or last year's fixture calendar in, in front of me, but Aston Villa weren't playing away at Chelsea twelve months ago. Aston no, Villa were, were halfway down the Championship. You know, three months prior to that, Aston Villa were on the brink of going out of business because mm. they couldn't, you know, they couldn't yep. pay the lucky bill. Um, so do I think you, we need a little bit of perspective. Do you think we overdo that narrative a little bit though? That we've moved on from there. And well, we've we got have, these owners we have, now. We have moved on from there, but equally, it's not. You can't you know, it. It's not. It's not Aston Villa historians going back to 1982. We're True. going back to the summer of 2018, and I just think. I mean, I think he, when Aston Villa in the Championship and Maroon towards the bottom of the Championship, I think you can play the blame game because I think things have gone horribly wrong. Yeah, yeah. Point. I think. I think when Villa are being competitive. Even when they're not being competitive, they're being competitive. If that, I don't know, that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Yeah. But they've lost to Chelsea two-one in a game where they didn't play very well. Yeah. I mean, I've saw, seen Ash's play ratings, and I'm not. He was there and saw it in the flesh. I wouldn't have given too many of them above five the other day, uh, last night. Mm. Um, so if Villa. A perfor- a, a producing a very flat collective performance and still only losing one to two one to Chelsea. Yeah. I think we do need to put that that in context. And I know it is an easy it is easy to, to point to the could have got out of business. And I am I am using that for dramatic effect. <laughs> but equally, 
chill out. Yeah. You know. Oh, I'm not concerned. Not you. <laughs> I feel attacked. Just chill out, Dan, for God's sake. <laughs> I feel attacked. First episode of the podcast. Also, I've not even had an intro in this podcast. That's disappointing. Who are you, anyway? I know. I don't want to do it myself. That's weird, isn't it? This is this is Daniel Rollinson. Thank he you. is our. Um, I mean, he's just got me all wet up. Just chill out. <laughs> he's our multimedia audio vi- visual producer. He mm-hmm. makes nice title. He'll make this as good as he'll, he'll make this look slick. By the time he's finished editing this, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to sound new, well informed. New head of hair. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll have a, a massive. I'll have massive flowing locks like a young Gary Shaw. Um, where were we? I think there's there's one main talking point. Well, there's lots of main talking points, but the mm-hmm. one that we're going to focus in, the one that's dominated the AVFC hashtag on mm-hmm. Twitter, is poor little Wesley. Big Wes. Yeah. <sighs> poor big Wesley. Blonde, blonde beard, big Wesley. <laughs> oh, I don't like the beard. The beard's <laughs> tragic. <laughs> Listen, he needs all the friends he can get at the moment. <laughs> I don't think he should diss his beard. Um, go on, Ash. Wesley, discuss. Oh, he's such an enigma, isn't he? He just cuts the divide down the middle amongst the fan base. So I'm, I'm stuck between a rock and an hard place with him, I am, to be honest. No, no shots on target last night. No goals in seven now. But Dean Smith's backing him. So, yeah, I've seen your tweet last night, Matt. Let, let's get behind him, mate. Let's stop, stop this playing game because we've done that in the past, haven't we? It hasn't ended well. So let's get behind him, I say. As for uh, his general play, yeah, he's, I mean, he's too far off it. Uh, Smith was screaming at him last night saying, um, get up, get, get higher, get higher. He's coming too deep and he's getting on top of the midfield, perhaps. And once Villa spring a counter, no one's there, really. And no one's there around him. Um, yeah, I don't. I say he's only twenty-three. Smith alluded to it last night in his, his post-match. Um, just get off his back and just—he's all we got at the moment. Obviously, yeah. not bringing Kadri on spoke volumes yet again. I mean, second game in a row now. He's given Wesley the ninety minutes. Kadri's not getting a, getting a look in. He says a lot. He doesn't really trust him. I'm guessing, especially on the road. So Wesley's all we got. Let's back him to the hilt. I'll say. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because I. I want to back him and I do back him because he's playing in a Villa shirt so I'm going to support him. I'm more annoyed of how we've got to this position. Yeah. It kind of feels a bit like last year with the centre-back scenario with Steve Bruce that we've left ourselves short. Mm. And if he doesn't quite believe in Kyra or trust in him or whatever it is, Davis is injured which is obviously out yeah. of our hands. I think Davis would probably be playing now if, if he was fit and ready to go which there's mm. <laughs> nothing we can do about it is that you've got to back him because he's I mean, the I only think that. I think it's... <laughs> Listen, don't want to play the blame game. If we're going to apportion responsibility, this is not on Wes. No. This is, this is on the recruitment. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, you, you guys know me. I'm, I'm all about, I'm, I'm, I'm about solutions rather than problems. I sound very David Brent-like <laughs> yeah, do, when yeah. I say that. You know this. If somebody <laughs> drops out of the rotor, don't tell me that. Go and fix somebody to swap. You know, yeah. get somebody else in your place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the solution to this? Because to me, I agree 100% with people who are saying Wesley needs to be taken out of the firing line. Now, I don't agree that he's crap and he's not good enough to play at this level. I don't think that's fair. I think that's yeah. too soon a judgment. And the guy's just been called up for Brazil. Um, but what's the solution? And it's 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 quite alarming for me that if that an injury to Keenan Davies can threaten to undermine what Aston Villa are trying to achieve this season. Crazy. And that's not meant to be disrespect to, to Keenan Davies, but to me, Keenan Davies should have been learning his trade on loan mm. in League One and banging in goals at the top of League One. He shouldn't be somebody that a newly promoted Premier League team is relying on, relying on um, to give the, the main man, the main centre forward, yep. some respite. So 
people are saying, get him out of the team, get him out of the team. Okay. For who? Listen, we, we know that in January that a new striker is Aston Villa's priority. January is still a, another month away. It is still a, another... I mean, again, I haven't got the fixture list. I'm, I'm guessing another five or six yeah. fixtures away. Mm. So if we're pulling Wes out the firing line now, can anybody play that role? I don't think Codger is the answer no. in that role. Because if you're playing, if you're set up the same way and your main criticism is that you're not getting the ball to stick and your centre-forward's not getting in the box mm. often enough, I don't think Codger's going to be your hold-up man. Or certainly not going to take take that kind of battering yeah. and then still have the energy to get left to, to get back in the penalty box. Is there, any, is there any way with the players that Villa have got... I mean, you, you're worried, man. You can't. I don't think you can play El Ghazi. I mean, he's, he's injured at the moment anyway. Yeah, but I don't the think false you can nine or something. Couldn't El, you? El Ghazi there. I don't know. I think you can look at changing formation, can't you? I guess is the option to try and get someone a bit closer to the striker. But and Smith will never do that. Will he? Midfield works. Grealish hasn't he? That tweak. So you're yeah, kind of sacrificing another good part of the team, aren't you? By getting someone closer to the number Listen, nine. He just needs a goal. Maybe get, get a goal. He gets a goal. Look what he did against the Norwich. Got a couple yeah. there. And then he's on, on four. On four. For so get, get a goal. It's confidence, isn't it? Again, he can. It's how you get that goal, though, isn't it? Because mm. I've uh, I kind of reached out to our scout. We've got some scouting gurus now who are based in the northwest. Yeah. who kind of nice. live all over Y Scout, and you know they're, they're, they're the tactical experts. And I asked them to send me a heat map yeah. of Wesley. How did it look from last night? Well, it wasn't the, the it wasn't the most revealing graphic you've ever seen. You couldn't really tell much. I tell you what, it looked like it looked like a badly cooked fried egg <laughs> on a stained tablecloth. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, but. What what it did Picture. show, so that the main bulk of it was him 15 yards outside the penalty box, yeah, as you can imagine. But there wasn't much of him in the penalty okay, box. Mm. Abraham last night he had a few chances, yeah. So, yeah. I think that's it. But it's if he's been your main link man, if he's going to have to come that deep to try and get involved and get the ball mm. for your midfield to, to, to get further up the pitch, yeah, you know, that's asking a lot of a guy who's playing 90 minutes every week mm. in one of the most unforgiving leagues yeah. in the world to be able to do that to be your link man and then to have the energy to spin away and get, get in the box yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, agree. so I don't see there's any I, I actually think the solution is get Wesley out of that team and I like Wesley yeah, I, think I, he's, I think there's a lot of potential there but I think asking him to, to play that role and to do it when he's tired imagine that you know he's got no confidence and he's knackered mm. and the two things you need in that role are and you're up against two or three centre-backs energy, exactly energy power and confidence yeah but there's no alternative is there I don't think there is Nick Davis is unfit and Codger's not played in two like you've said so mm. what, what do you do I mean I know what Bruce would have done he'd have got Chris Samba up there <laughs> <laughs> Tyron Mings had a little spell out front last night didn't he for the last Chris five Samba minutes pump it up but yeah I just I don't know. I mean, I did I put that tweet out last night, and it wasn't a leave Wesley alone is beyond criticism. It wasn't that because mm. I think he can do a little bit more. I think his his touch can be sharper. Yeah. I think yeah, definitely. I think he can get nearer nearer to the to the penalty box and try try and get in there in there more. So he's not he's not above criticism, but equally, like I said, I think there were a lot of kind of five out of ten performers last night who don't get dug out to the same level mm. that Wesley does yeah, why is that why do you think I, that think, I think it's obvious isn't it I think at both both ends of the field I think if you're a goalkeeper and you throw one in you're in the glare if you're a goalkeeper if you're a, a goal scorer or supposed to be a goal scorer and you're not scoring goals yeah. you're in the glare so I think it, I think it's those things I think you know if you're an underperforming left back or an underperforming DM you can get away with it mm. yeah. a little bit more 
Um, but so do so you think we've solved that for Dean, Dean Smith then? With, not, a, with, not a, really. with a real kind of, <laughs> we've got no idea how to fix it. It's difficult, isn't what, it? Codger in there. What do you think if Codger was in? If it was like for like, same formation, same setup, same team, except for one change, well, there'll be a couple of changes because Gilbert will be back and so on, but pretty much the same setup and it's Codger in front of Wesley. How does that, how does that solve things? I don't think it does. Because I was, there was a point in the championship where I was thinking Codger's not really the man in the championship either. So going up a level, I don't think he's the man for the Premier League either his contract's running out he's he's not in and around the team he's had a few injuries I just I don't know I think I'm probably going back to what 2016 the first year in the champ that he was there and he scored 20 goals whatever it was yeah, 19 goal record yeah you kind of always said oh well, he, can, he can do something out of nothing he can get a little bit of magic out of nowhere and create something for himself and Wesley doesn't quite seem to have that but that's going back yeah. three years now has Codger still got that bit of magic at a higher level I'm not, I'm not even sure. if he has got that bit of magic, it's how to really get the ball up the field into, yeah. into areas where he can where he can use that magic. I think it's formation change. If you want someone close to Wesley, you're gonna have to change the formation. Villa as well. Lucky Wesley's got injured yet as well. Yeah. To be honest, I mean he took a battering. I mean he, he had a few last night as well. And if he gets injured, Codgers in straight away. So by, by force. Yeah. By, by, by default. So we've got a busy Christmas period coming up. Yeah, I feel sorry for Wesley's having to do it every week. Games coming thick and fast now. Three in a week. Big places like Old Trafford and that running, running so you can't run no more basically. Mm. So I do feel sorry for him in that respect. And as, as I say, it's a massive conundrum. I ain't got no, 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 no. no so what's what's the main difference between Wesley when he bullied Everton's two centre arms? Yeah, yeah I know. Um, you know, scored. I think that was his first Villa goal. Wasn't yeah, it was. He? Yeah, scored that night, and we thought, actually, I can't. <laughs> we got, we got a player here. Yeah. What's the difference between then and now, other than fatigue? <laughs> <laughs> well, before then Grealish was playing central as well wasn't he and you had to put the ball in for him then mm. I mean he bullied, uh, bullied uh, Mina Mina's a massive bloke Michael Keane's big and he, he took on both of them he took on both of them yeah he's not using his, I think his confidence older I think he's shot of confidence at the moment he's not, not throwing his weight around like, like he was back then and like he did at Norwich do you think he's got to do that I mean I remember in the, the, the game against Liverpool at Villa Park and we probably mentioned this again and there was just a moment and it was only 15 seconds, but he kind of chased down yeah, yeah, yeah. the fullback. Yeah, I, I mean, it. you're on a bit of a hole into nothing, aren't you? Yeah, you, you are. You chased down Trent Alexander-Arnold, he can manipulate the ball and give it, give <laughs> it back Dyke. to Van yeah. Dyke and likewise. Yeah. But it just really kind of... I just think it changed the perception and, and Villa Park thought, yes, we've got a grafter here. Hmm. <laughs> I yeah. suppose we need him to do that, but we're asking him to do that when he's got... 50% in the That's tank side, do you think it's a fitness thing is he, does, he just, does he look fit to you he's fit yeah but he's just not, obviously he's texting out the body doesn't he Playing yeah. the game's coming thick and fast now he must be knack- knackering definitely what do you think if Tammy Abraham would have been leading Villa's line yesterday oh, instead top, of Wesley top four mate say again <laughs> we'll be top four by then won't we well yeah yeah of course we would but uh, I don't, I don't know. think Tammy Abraham was the perfect striker in the yeah, championship yeah, last yeah, year for Villa so could he do the job no service Mm. Is it a service thing though? I don't, I don't know. It's hard to judge. He's not getting it? chances, is he really? He's I not being fed in, or he's not getting in on the end of crosses. To be fair, is he's he's running? Is he? Because look at Abraham last night. He's in the right place at the right yeah. time, expecting Reese James to put one in, and uh, Villa Villa were asleep. So I don't where know. Where was Chicken he? Egg, egg, isn't it? The, sh- sorry, mate. I'm on poor rank. Ruin my analogy. <laughs> <laughs> where was it? you? Can come back to this. This is one worth waiting for. I'm telling you, this is the best anecdote Big you've ever heard. Thanks. I forgot what I was saying now. That's all right. Where was Wesley last night? And I should know this. I should have been playing close for attention, but I was I was eating at the time. Where was Wesley Fair. when Trezeguet yeah, scored the goal. last night? I was going to say that. You think close, that's the run? 
that he should make. Where was he? He was close to him, wasn't he? I thought. Was he? I can't, I can't picture it. If was I'm he... remembering right, because I kind of thought it was between. It was one of them. It was up to one of them to get on the end of it. And I thought that's good because I thought you were going to say he's kind of, <laughs> you know, on his horse on halfway, kind of knackered. I could be wrong, but I seem to remember them like, go, both going for it, and it just saw yeah. he missed it, and it fell to Trezeguet. He, I think. But Wesley's more effective in the uh, defending. He, he uh, headed away that many Chelsea crosses yeah. last night. I've got to say, before five, he's in the wrong box. Though, isn't also, he? if it's find something here, Mings up top because Mings has looked a bit shaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against Man United as well. Good um, finish as well, yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. exactly. Great thing. I'm yeah. telling you something. I'm telling you. Wesley centre half. Wesley at centre half <laughs> means up top. I think we've just hit upon something here. So coming back to my analogy, I was going to. There's something else. Swear. Sorry. Oh, um, no, I've got something I want to say about the goal. Okay, go. Uh, but go on. No, you do your analogy first. With Wesley, it's like the chicken or the egg, isn't it? Which kind of comes it's first? Like the egg, mate. It's like the fried egg on a on a stained <laughs> tablecloth. <laughs> is, is he getting enough service, or is he not putting enough work into be? in the right places do you know what I mean I think it's both yeah, exactly I think, it's both. So. I think he can do more I think Villa can do more to support him really so how do you fix that is that, that what we had to wait for alright <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what Wesley as well he's like a big friendly giant last night um, Kurt, he, he shoved uh, Kurt Zoom oh, into yeah, the board that annoyed me that did and then uh, the play was going on and Wesley's like are you okay Kurt are you okay McGinn was saying Wesley Wes Wes he's was, like no no was Smith standing he's like literally it? like Kurt Zuma, sorry, sorry. And then McGinn's like, come on, Wes. He was right by the dugout, wasn't he? Yeah. He was like, on to him for ages. And I was saying, like, what are you carry So on? he's what either a centre half or a carer. Yeah. We found the point. Yeah. I, mean, I, like, I like that about him, that he's care, caring about the opposition. I shouldn't kind of joke about it too you should, much. We should get a bit nastier now. Yeah, carry on with the game, get a bit of bite yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. We're too soft, aren't we, I think? You yeah. need the kind of old Benteki Chris yeah. Smalling thing yeah, again, exactly. don't you? Just exactly. Imagine that moment if he pulled Smalling, you're right, mate. It's like, it's <laughs> That's it, yeah. He's got, got to the carry old on. first aid kit, got yeah. the plasters on the knees and Continue stuff like the that. game, Wes. So, so what I want to say about the goal, uh, and this is this is um, somebody on Twitter flagged this, I was oh. saying this to Ash this morning, it was like the perfect hat-trick in one in the same movement like header <laughs> yeah. both feet yeah. I'm thinking now that <laughs> I mean, you, that's the Egyptian king for me you can stick your Mo Salah if you can score a perfect hat trick in one movement I actually think it was worth three goals and we should have won that game <laughs> Definitely. to be honest yeah, nice. um, first uh, Egyptian only goal as well I read a stat before Elmo to Trezeguet first yeah, Premier League Egyptian goal I was trying to think goal. of a really bad Egyptian pun like Pharaoh play it's a great Pharaoh move play that's uh, right actually or they sphinx it's all over or something like that but I couldn't I couldn't think of one and by the time I thought of um, thought of an, a, a pun we were you know 2-1 down <laughs> again at the start of the second half so yeah. like, that's probably not the best time to pitch no. this pun no. um, a good stat as well uh, Trezeguet's goal against Chelsea he becomes the, the, only the second Villa player to score in three consecutive Premier League starts so he scored against Liverpool, yeah. Wolves, and then he was taken out, wasn't he? Back in the starting line, scoring against mm-hmm. Chelsea. I thought that's mad because you think a Villa striker would score three in a row, wouldn't you? But yeah. Obviously not. And was it was it Tom Cleverley? Tom Cleverley, yeah. yeah I thought he so. did it last in uh, May 20, 2015. So. Mm. I like what you're suggesting that we Good play Trezeguet as the big big front man up top. So. <laughs> get him around, isn't it? Do it that way. Yeah. I mean, how are we not managers with this tactical analysis? Well. You know, we still wait for the call. Um, do you think that is what what we can do, though? That you, you, what you we tro- can do, what's no, no, all yeah, the problems? No, yeah, we can't do it, but <laughs> we as in Aston Villa. Can we put a winger up front and try and hope for the best? Or put Aston Jack, Villa, we can do what we want. Put Jack course, as yeah. a bit closer as a 10, moving back over, or Yotta plays a bit closer to a striker. Can we find an answer here? Or do we well, we've not, we've not put a centre-forward replacement for him, have we? Yeah, so Wesley has to play. Um, well, I think so. Or you can try, well, A, you can try Codger there. Won't and happen. take him off after 12 minutes um, but I think that's the only other the way to do it to get somebody 
who's mm-hmm. who's nearer to him. Now you're not going to take get somebody who's going to share the physical kind of pain. You know, you can get somebody who's going to occupy the second centre half by being yeah. further up the pitch and giving them something to worry about. I don't think you're going to get somebody who's going to be kind of up there who's going to be kind of battling for you, your yeah. headers and battling to keep the ball like that. But I think it has to be. I think it, it, it has to be somebody somebody playing that, that, that bit closer. So what we're looking at, we're looking at a shift to a, a four two three one, are we? Um Dees doesn't like to change things change, change, really, even the youth team's playing that way now, four three three, he go, he goes with that. He likes that system. I think he played it worse as well. He's a wise enough guy to realise know, that yeah. you know, he hasn't got the necessary pieces in place to go with that. I kinda like though that if that's his principle and he wants to stick to it, then I kinda respect that as well. Even if it doesn't work, it's a funny one as well. That's what he wants to do. He went, he went for more pie, didn't he, in the summer? And he's not a big striker, is he? So I'm wondering, would he, would he, play, would he more pie played the lone role? Because obviously yeah, Wesley's a physical, physical guy, isn't he? So just a. It's difficult, isn't it? I, I kind of don't want. I mean, kind of trying to wrap it up a little bit. I don't want this to look as if we're bashing the kid, Wesley. I don't think it has. No, no, no. Always just, just discussion, yeah. It's just difficult, isn't it? Because if if you persist with what we're doing, it's not his fault. Yeah, like, are we good enough to make a change? I'm not, I'm not uh, absolving him of any responsibility because he can be better. He can be better. We've seen him against <coughs> Everton. Yeah, I know. I know. No, that's a very narrow sample to take from, but he can be better. So he needs to improve. But equally, if Aston Villa had got a deputy or a foil for him that was fit for purpose, then we wouldn't be having this discussion. Yeah. Is it perhaps as well, Wesley's... He sees Kodger as not a threat, so he's Maybe, he's going well, into games thinking I'm starting again. He's not been subbed off, has he, for two I games? Think so, so I, I, I would think, think that now. Somebody said this last night. I, I don't think he's, de- he's deliberately complacent. No, but I do think no, if you've got somebody there who was breathing down your neck, exactly. it, it keeps you sharp. I mean, look at the other positions. You know, they've recruited two two really good DMs, so they can rotate the, those mm. guys yep. when they need to. Don't need to be on the game. Yeah. You know, they've recruited two good centre halves, three good centre halves. Angles can't get in now, so, so he's chomping at the bit. So. They're able to, to rotate good, there. You know, they've got competition down in the right-back area. Um, they've got three wingers. Have they got three wingers? So they've got yeah. Potter, they've got um, Trezeguet and Algarzi. So there's a little bit of competition Jack, there. now um, left winger. Yeah, so these... Competition places. Bar. In most, most areas. Yeah. I'm, not, and I'm not saying the deputies are... are of a level of the first choice, yeah. but this, this competition across the place, except, Healthy, for, except mm. for for Wes. But I, you know, if, if we're going to wrap this up now, I've been thinking about Wesley on my bus journey in on the number nine. Oh, oh nice. see what I've done here. Yeah, yeah. nice. Where's well, that go to? Goes from <laughs> Starbridge to um, Starbridge to Birmingham. That does. Oh. So on the number nine, it was half an hour late. Yeah. Now oh, where's this going? I had to change along the way. And really? it what? was because it only went as far as five ways. Ah. They booted me off because they, they didn't want they wanted to inconvenience me more just so they didn't inconvenience the next lot. So that bus could go back to Stourbridge and get back on track. Riverton, by the way. What I'm saying is this worst number nines. These, <laughs> these, these worst number nines. Okay. So oh, I, think that's, I think that's a really, really slick <laughs> way of calling time on this. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I just want to kind of say to end out. We've lost to Man United. Oh, no, we didn't even lose to Man United. That shows how, how I feel about it. Yeah. No, we drew to Man United and lost by one goal to Chelsea. It's not all bad, is it, really? No. No. It's not no. bad. It's not, it, it's not bad at all. What do you say? Chill out. It's chill out. And yeah, some big out. games coming up in, the, in December now that you kind of look at and go, okay, these are must wins now. Yeah. So things need to improve. Yeah. 
and we've not got Grant Holt and Rudiger's dead playing up front anymore, <laughs> so life's good. <laughs> There'll probably be somebody in the comments now going, oh, I think Rudiger's good is a better player than Wesley. <laughs> right, so off the back of a, a disappointing defeat at Chelsea, albeit from a, a below par performance from Villa, should be easy, innit? Back at, easy, innit? Kind of went a bit straight then. Um, <laughs> back, at, um, back at Villa Park yep. against... Oh, it's Leicester. It's Leicester. I mean, Aston Villa pride of the Midlands. Well, what what can what threat can Leicester possibly possibly pose? A big Midlands derby. Yeah, indeed. Not, not a derby, is it? Ah, oh, look at this. Sorry, I'm um, my, my phone's pinging from angry Leicester fans who are under, <laughs> underestimating their title charge of seven wins on a sp- on the spin. Oh. Um, should we go through the stats? Seven wins on the spin, twelve wins, I think, in the Premier League all season. Unreal, isn't it? They just don't stop. It's like when they won the league. I remember saying, and obviously it's going back a few years. Like, oh, they'll. They'll lose at some point. They can't keep this up, but they just keep doing it. They're relentless, and I don't know. I'm jealous, basically. I wish we were doing something like that. Yeah, it's. I didn't see it coming either. I know, I know they've got good players. I know Brendan Rodgers is a top-class coach, but to to generate this kind of momentum, obviously they they went away and spanked spanked Southampton for nine. Mm. Uh, and you wondered if it was going to be a case of kind of after the Lord Mayor's show, but they've just they've just gone on. They can score goals, and I think we were just speaking briefly earlier, weren't we? About they don't they don't concede much, do they? No, no. not at all. So in Chu, the, the Turkish guy, he's coming from Maguire, looks very good. Um, in Johnny Evans as well, yeah, he looks better. But yeah, attacking wise, defensively, solid. I mean, Vardy's on now, fourteen goals. Harvey Barnes is six. Madison's on five. So scoring for fun. And they're solid at the back as well, so yeah, I think tough ask on Sunday. I was say, it's going to be hard, isn't it? How do you beat a team like that? You know what impresses me about Leicester: the fact that they they lose big players and they just kind yeah. of roll on with it. You know, yeah. they lost Kante, they've lost Maguire, they've lost Mares. Oh well, it's an, oppor- <laughs> it's an opportunity for somewhere else. Yeah, and they bank big money for these people and invest it so wisely. Yeah, um, you know, I hate them. But there's so much, so much respect Definitely, for the way yeah. they've done things, and you know, I know we're going back again when we're talking about what happened, the tragedy that happened there there last year. Yeah, I think they're just a really, really kind of strong model club now. Yeah, um, they're like the aim, aren't they now? To be honest, and I think they've probably put a press, put pressure on a lot of chairman and chief executives across the Premier League. That this kind of speculate to accumulate. Everybody said, "Oh, well, you can, you, you know." It can't be done. It can't be done. They've done it. Uh, they're five thousand to one a couple of years ago, mm. and now they're, they're they're threatening to do it again. And I just think, I don't know. It's 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 a remarkable story. Yeah, there was a stat yesterday that about uh, it being a three horse race for the title or something. It's like it's not, is it? I don't know. If you count in Man City in there, uh, no. Somebody said it was a two horse race still. Liverpool and Man City, or can Man City catch Liverpool? And it's like. You're absolutely disregarding Leicester's ability yeah. to, to catch Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. They're the, if you're talking about City, it's Leicester City, not Manchester City. And I've heard a lot of, obviously, Rodgers has been heavily linked with the Arsenal job. Yeah. And you can see the pull of Arsenal, even though they're kind of, you know, in a, in a state of, of disarray. But why would he you, leave? You wouldn't, would you? Why would he leave, leave that project? Um, I remember when the, the vacancy came up at Villa um, for, for Steve Bruce's successor. I thought Rogers was was the man. Yeah, then yeah. I'm not too disappointed that we, with how it's turned out with, yeah. with, with Dino getting 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 the gig instead. Um, but 
I think it'll be, and who'd have thought you'd have said this kind of four or five years ago? Be a massive scalp if Villa, <laughs> if, yeah. Villa if Villa win. Yeah, home form's key, though, isn't it for Villa? Smith said that countless times this year. Been lucky on the road, but at home. Beat Newcastle last time out. It was a bit of a bit of a turning point, you say. Cause it's a massive, massive game. A lot riding on it, to be honest, with the, with the games coming up. And Villa come up Trump's end, so. Yeah, home form's key this season if Villa are to do anything. Yeah. So we need to get it. And the atmosphere at Villa Park this, this season has been, been electric, hasn't it? Yeah, both, been both, both down there, ain't you? So yeah, yeah. that could be a factor for me. I've always said that. It was a factor against Liverpool. Um, it was a factor against Everton. Everton wilted. And I think, yeah, can we generate an atmosphere? I know Sunday, Sunday, lunchtime kickoffs aren't, aren't the best for atmosphere, but. Was oh, it lunchtime? I thought it was half Two four. o'clock, is Two it? Two o'clock. Oh, what, um, My knowledge is poor for kickoff times. What do you think Villa. We'll do. We've, we've spoken at length about Wesley, so yep. let's assume Wesley starts up top again. <laughs> he will. Dino might bring a surprise and put Mings up there as he's been advised by the experts. But let's assume Wesley starts up top. What can you see Villa can do to to freshen it up? Um, what do you think of Elmer? Is probably the first one because obviously Gilbert comes back in from suspension. I think Elmer Gilbert comes straight well, back in. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Gilbert comes right because he'll be up against Barnes on the left, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, it's quite quick and tricky, tricky, isn't he, Barnes? So I think yeah, Almo's a good safe pair of hands, and he's come in. He's a good, yeah, did a like good job him. last night. I think Gilbert comes straight in. Does, yeah, does come straight back in though, just because he, he offers that that bit of extra pace and that bit of bit of extra energy. Yeah, I think that Villa team generally is lacking pace. No, oh, god, to yeah. be honest. So I think you try and try and insert that that where you can. Um, I don't know whether you're going to go through the Twitter questions today, Dan, or whether if you're in front of camera you can't fiddle through your phone. No, but one, one that I spotted um, was somebody asking whether, uh, and sorry for not giving you a name check, somebody a- asking whether McGinn uh, yeah, could be... Yeah, uh, Grant Liddell said, should we rest McGinn and have a midfield three of Grealish, Louise and Marvellous, or even play Jota centrally and keep Grealish as an inside left? I think the McGinn's an interesting one in what we said about Wesley in terms of the energy levels yeah, we said that, this, he, we, last that week. he can bring and we have spoken about this and I think we came to the conclusion that McGinn is so good a player that even yeah. if he's playing yeah. you know, on the last 1% of his phone battery <laughs> that he still still represents more than what, what we've got Yeah, I don't know I'd be tempted to oh, no I don't think I could it's Leicester <laughs> isn't it I was thinking like oh yeah <laughs> maybe change it now we've had Man United, Chelsea, well, I've got a slightly easier game, we'll make a few changes, but it's Leicester, it's not, it's not easy, is it? Mm. You, you want your best players to play? Yeah, you've, got to you've got to keep beginning there. The only, the only one who, who could be um, in the following on is Hurahan. Yeah. So how do you pronounce that, sorry? Hurahan. Hurahan, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's easy to fall into, isn't it? I've said Hurahan for three years now. But it's a funny one, Hurahan, isn't it? Um, Hurahan. He was a great. He was calling Connor. Yeah, Connor. Was was calling Connor. Connor. Yeah, yeah. He was great. He was great on Monday last Monday when in Newcastle. Yeah. Fantastic performance. And then um, we called it though, didn't we? Yeah, we called it. He did. Yeah, I do like Connor a lot. I, I really do like him. I rate him. Set pieces are great. I think he's consistency, a lot of, isn't he? A lot of unfair stick, but it's like we like you two said last week. He kind of gets out of the team, comes back, scores a great goal, stays in the team two or three games, doesn't really do a fat lot which is maybe a bit harsh and then he's out the team again and then he's back in and we kind of go through this vicious cycle of yep. does well does poorly out the team back in again it's it, not consistent enough is it for a midfielder to do that is this a bit out there or I mean back in my day oh God. we didn't have attacking midfielders we didn't have defensive midfielders you know we certainly didn't have these new newfangled things like Nintendo Game Boys or whatever they're called <laughs> 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 that, that we, we didn't we didn't we had all round midfielders yeah what I'm getting to is 
if it was Hurham or if it was McGinn Arahan. pulled out the <laughs> if it was Connor or if it was Jonna pulled out the team. <laughs> I'd quite like to see marvellous what he could do what, a little bit forward. A little bit further forward. Or is that me completely misinterpreting what marvellous I asked Dean Smith about. that. I asked Dean Smith, can, uh, can Marvellous players higher up as an eight? And he said, no, basically. <laughs> Shut <laughs> you down. Put me in my <laughs> place, no. Dean. I yeah. saw Douglas Louise, because he came off, didn't he? He came yeah. on, sorry, for Connor last night. Yeah, he did, he did, Connor, he did was, well. Connor was pushed forward a lot. He was supporting Grealish on the left-hand side, and, and Douglas Louise was doing that. Yeah. So I look at that position and think, I don't think Douglas Louise is great doing that role. I think Connor is better when he's closer to Jack. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. they link up very well. Yeah. So I think if the change is Connor for Douglas Louise but you're still going to make Douglas Louise push forward. That doesn't really make that much sense. I think mm. if Douglas Louise plays, he plays a little bit further back. Yeah. But I, th- I think, a home, I think Con- Connor's a home player. It just screams home player to me. He does it at Villa Park. More, he's a bit more, of a luxury. Well, he just does it at Villa Park, more, more, more so away for me. Um, Why is that? I, think I don't know. Home. I know he always plays well at Villa Park for me, but on the road, he's a bit, he goes a bit missing. So, Would you play him, would you play him against Leicester? <laughs> What's the options? You've been Douglas Louise, Marvellous and McGinn as a trio. That feels a bit, a bit negative to me, yeah. yeah. Can I, at, home. at risk of moving the deck chairs around on the Titanic for the sake of it, <laughs> and, he's, and he's injured anyway, so this is even <laughs> more nonsense. Can Al Garcia play no, centrally? centrally? I don't think so. Closer to, cl- closer to Wesley. He could play it. And then you've maybe. got... You could play him as a 10, maybe. Al Garza? Mm. Yeah. I don't think he's disciplined enough. Centrally, no. What do you need to be if he's got an insurance policy behind him, though? Who played? Who? Yeah, yeah, because mar- marvellous at times last night, he was getting overrun. So yeah. Hurham was pushing up. He he, tro- he fell over, and then Charles said, Bombardi, marvellous. Yeah. He's like, the Alamo's at me. What's going yeah. on? So, so, so you've you got to st- be disciplined in there. You're still saying 4 3 through. Nakamba, McGinn, kind of as a two. Al Garza a little bit further forward. You tell you, you, you shack, put your shackles on McGinn then. Still three up front, yeah, exactly. Mm. And then you got to bring Trezeguet, Wesley, Grealish. Something you're not going to do, are you? Put Grealish back it's in just, there. It's just me clutching for fresh, no, no, no. freshness in there. Yeah, I know. To Is be it, honest, in, I know. Injured the freshness will be somebody who's on crutches. Yeah. <laughs> you could bring Jack back centrally. I think Yatta's a good shot in there. He's a ball player, isn't he? Yeah. He's not quick. Is he so on the as a wing? I think he could be more effective in the middle. Yeah, on the ball. Did he play as a ten when he was at Brentford? Yeah, uh, more so as a winger. Okay. But um, he's, he's got all the credentials. Players at ten, yeah, it could yeah, be an yeah. option. I think he's a ball player. He's not not, not the quickest, is he? He, he? he doesn't go past people. Yeah. He's more he's more of an interfeet man, isn't he? So he could play in there. It's a strange one because we've spoken previously about about Dino kind of having this this favoured formation. And I, is it a bit of a knee jerk to say that he should rip up? You know, yeah. they've played at United and given them a, a, a good go, albeit yeah. a fairly crappy Man United. Yeah, um, yeah, good first half. And they've done okay, but no more, no less in at, at Chelsea. Yeah. You know, are we are we throwing the baby getting, out with the bathwater? Exactly. Are we getting getting nice. ahead of ourselves by saying it needs massive massive yeah. change? I think to so. me, I'm not sure it is about necessarily tactics or formation or shape or whatever it is I think it's just freshness and, and, and energy and belief yeah um, belief yeah he said that yeah so I don't think Leicester at home is the time to make drastic changes either no there's easier games if you want to kind of experiment but you're talking about Jota as a number 10 he's not even barely played this season has he and then you ask no, him to exactly. play in a position that isn't really his yeah. either it's, it's difficult isn't it so what, what, what's your midfield three for Leicester 
I'd be tempted to keep it the same. Hurahan. Hurahan, McGinn. Hurahan, McGinn. Nakamba. Nakamba. Yeah. What's yours, mate? Um, Maybe Louise. I think probably mine would probably be Mortimer, Bremner and Cowens. I'd, <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd have gone in there. Um, the McGinn one, I just, I think... I would put him in. I would put him in. But it's just I imagine do. if you if you give him chance to recharge his batteries and got him up, got him flying yeah. for the Christmas period. You know, give him give him one game or two games out and got him fully flying or got him for the last twenty minutes against Leicester when he's got fresh legs. But I think with that, it kind of feels a bit like throwing a cup game to do well in the league. Yeah, you, know, you don't do well in the league. Like what if we drop McGinn? Yeah, we haven't got. We, we don't imagine the action. McGinn's on the bench. Imagine that. Know, yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, so I think it's that I think part you... of a problem though that players like McGinn are kind of feel undroppable to supporters <laughs> that we kind of can you imagine the backlash if McGinn was dropped? For but I don't, no I don't think Dainsworth would let that factor into his thoughts whatsoever he, th- no, he thought the best Ma- way of setting up his 11 was to drop John McGinn and yeah. to bring somebody else in he'd do it and he would have a very good explanation for it and it would probably work yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm not saying that, 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 that Dean's untouchable or, or can't be questioned yeah. But um, I mean, it can be questioned because I think he should play marvellous a bit further up, to be honest, and get Mings in front up front <laughs> instead of Wesley. But yeah. my, my midfield three, I think, would be I think they'd be similar. You know, I think I'd leave out. I'm not going to say pronounce the surname. I'd leave out Connor, and I'd have I'd have um, Nakamba and Louise along with 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 McGinn. That just feels a bit defensive to me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the cricket said chirping in that silence. That's weird. What about uh, Engels? Because he's got, he's got to come back in at some point, but Conte has not done anything to deserve to be dropped no, for, no. for performance, just rotation. Yeah, I think um, he'll go the same back line, Smith. Engels, yeah, brilliant so far. Conte's taken his chance and he's got the shirt at the moment, so I can't yeah. see any changes there. Is there anyone that possibly is at risk? Maybe Mings? I'm Perhaps. just going to say oh, that. You know, we've, we've, bold, spoke, yeah. we've spoken about, you know, McGinn un- undroppable. <laughs> What would a partnership? And I wouldn't. I would still leave, leave Mings in as well, to be honest. I, uh, but devil's advocate. Would would he would he dare? You know, to to play play a partnership of um, Engels and that would be bold, I think, to drop Mings and Conta. I think it'd be uncalled for as well. To be honest, we've talked about this yeah. off camera, haven't we? That the kind of the way that he plays, you can't have to allow him to do that. And if he makes a mistake, you kind of accept it. Because for every mistake he'll do a crow turn and get out of it the next time, and yeah. he, he looks amazing. So I think there could be an argument to change things around, but again, not for nah. not for Leicester. Not yet. No, it's, we're Fine. not at that point yet. Kind of disaster zone of yeah. we need to make drastic changes, just little tweaks, little tweaks, little tweaks. <laughs> and like you say, belief, confidence. An early goal against Leicester would be massive. Tallies. Home crowd would be right behind you. Then if you do nick something, like I mean, this is a a football cliche and it's based on no knowledge at all but Leicester oh, that's what we're about yeah oh yeah <laughs> get, get that on the tagline no knowledge at all that's the Villa podcast <clears throat> they've, they've won seven in a row they've got to lose at some point haven't they <laughs> they're going to win forever the law of averages yeah, Dino's exactly. team talk the law of averages <laughs> they're going to lose at some point so why not Sunday I think there's an interesting point about it being a two o'clock kickoff on a Sunday and it's not on TV is it no, I don't believe it. Is the is two reasons why it's an interesting thing. It being two o'clock kick, kick off on Sunday because I think the atmosphere inside Villa Park has been brilliant most of the home games this season. I can't think of when it's gone. It's been flat. No, no, even West Ham on a Monday night, nil nil. It's great then. Yeah. So I think that'll test the theory on 
on Sunday yeah. if we can get the place bouncing on Sunday. Another thing why it's is Sunday two o'clock any different to Saturday at three? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I think so, mate. You know, you've really? all got your kind of Sunday best, haven't you? You know, you've kind of got your hair combed. <laughs> Been to church in the morning. Combed in a party, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, mum's put the roasties on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. A bit more civilised than on a Sunday. I'll tell you what, Sunday's different to Saturday, and this is, this is a dilemma that I could do with help from, from you guys and from, from our um, ever-growing band of listeners. Yeah. My lad's got a... A, a match for Netherton Colts under 12s um, in Netherton at half 12 mm. on Sunday. Big game. And I've said to his coach, oh, Samuel can't be there. He can't be there training on Saturday because we're going to see Santa. And he can't be there on Sunday because we've got the villa. And he said, fine versus Saturday. Fine, fine for Saturday. We need him Sunday. And I've like, well, you're going to have to... got a fine then. Gonna, <laughs> no, no, we might do. Like the Chelsea one, yeah. 3,000 pounds. That's it. Yeah, you're going to dock your kind of uh, match your tax card. <laughs> so I've said, fine. Get the, get the kickoff moved earlier till, till 11 o'clock and it gives us a chance to get there. Now, I'm waiting for a text back whether they've been able to move them. God, it ain't that important to play that we've got to start rearranging the whole league, <laughs> league schedule. But what do we do? Because if it kicks off at half 12... Do we get him there to play the foot? It's half an hour each way. Do we get him there to play the first half and then dash off? He goes down with an injury. Yeah, well, we'll be above board about it. But does he does he dash off and then get to the villa? Or That's is, that a bit, is that a bit big time thinking? Oh, I mean, there's loads of dads in that dilemma this weekend. Yeah, don't know. I, big think, call. I think if you're going to commit to play the game, you got to play until you're substituted. Do you think so? You can't go so off. So do you want you want him to go and play and be really terrible? No, I think if he goes and he's committed to his team and he's that, manager that, on Spain night, he's got to play That's half one, 20 to two. From Netherton... No, you're not going to make a kick-off. From <laughs> Netherton to Villa Park with a M5 viaduct nonsense or going through town and going that way and Christmas <laughs> shopping. Mate, it's a nightmare. It's it a is. nightmare. I mean, the, the best option I've had so far is trying to get loads of travellers to, to set up camp on the field <laughs> so the game's, <laughs> the game's set off. Maybe. My mum and dad used to be in the caravanning club, so I don't know whether we can... Uh... <laughs> Maybe put a request into Villa to move their kick-off time instead. I think, knowing how well... <laughs> <laughs> it's worth a go. We'll set up the travellers' camp, mate. Yeah. I, think, I think that might be the easiest one. What? So you think you should play and play until... I think until if you're selected, you play, yeah, respect the team. You if you select, you're saying he won't be picked? Oh, you're dissing my lad? What kind of player is he? Well, he's decent, you know. He's, number ten, number nine. He's, he's got his he's, he's got his dad's kind of technical skills. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't inherited my athleticism, fortunately. <laughs> so he's decent. <laughs> now he plays as a as a centre off. So okay. he's you know he's 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 quite tall, my laddie. So he's got the um you know he's got the the physique. So I'm getting him to just stand your ground, man. Not not nasty aggressive, just the kind of aggression. If I tell him to tidy his room or brush his teeth, that kind of aggression. Do you know what I mean? Just just to channel that, really. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, what would he say then that he goes and I plays? I think he'd play. He'd lose his shirt next week then. See? Maybe it might oh, be, be Bjorn Engels. Or he could be halting his career. Oh, unless we send Bjorn Engels to play in his place. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah, not bad. Yeah, <laughs> you get a, get a game then. <laughs> I'm torn now because I was just going to sack it off and say... Yeah, well, I don't know. It's difficult, that is. As much as it's Villa and you've got to go to the Villa if you can. Could like, we have a Twitter poll on this? Uh, you can use your own account for that if you want. I'm going to set that up later. Set okay. that up later. I think, yeah, get get voting on that. I think if you're selected, you play, you respect your teammates, and you get on with it. I've got an half ten kickoff, so I'm thinking, can I sneak mine in? Probably not. I don't know. You can, can't you? Half ten. Oh, that's Quarter past eleven. Well. Full, pff, 
it's hard for me. You get the games like six. I'm going to get my uh, Trinity Road lunch then, or before before the, before the match. <laughs> What's the food like there? Is Very good? good, yeah. Good. Yeah, they look after you. Yeah. yeah, Man United is the best so far for me. If you're interested, good pies. So you were at Stamford Bridge, then, weren't you? What was the what oh, was yeah. the uh, what was the scramble like there? Like smoke cured salmon. Oh, posh. Hundred cheeses. You just I said I'll I'll have a spud, mate, and have some chicken. <laughs> That'll do, mate. There's, there's crackers and all sorts, literally. Like, What's a spud, mate? It's just to. Uh, what was that phrase that you used in your restaurant review the other week that Wally was? Uh, Restaurant oh. review. You do restaurant reviews. Yeah, it's uh, really? freebie with the missus. Um, nice. I thought the pumpkin sauce was soapy, didn't I? You're watching too much MasterChef. I want you to try and get soapy into one of your play ratings before okay. the before the end of yeah, the season. Yeah. All right, we should do that for the podcast. We could also sneak a word into the podcast for a bit of extra fun. Do you think? Yeah, or like a quote. How do we know that we haven't already set that up and soapy was Ash's word? Ooh. This one. There you go. I've been left out of the production meeting. Next um, time. Next time. Are we? Are we done? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Going on. Talking about pumpkin sauce and your lad at this point. Hey, you so, know, yeah. you sounded surprised about him doing a restaurant review. I went to do a theatre review last week at really? the Alexander Theatre. Yeah, of um, Scrooge. Is this a joke? No, no, no. It's genuine. Yeah, genuine. You, you both work on sports, so. Men of culture, mate. Versatile, isn't yeah. Versatile. When am I going to get one like of these? Wesley. Uh, Wesley. Wesley can be a carer and a, <laughs> a centre-half. I can be a, a theatre lovey. And Ash can be... Um, yeah. Food critic. Yeah, you, you're food critic. So. <laughs> when am I going to get one of these cushy gigs? you got a cushy gig, mate. You, you <laughs> both said that blag, it, blag it on your kind of cushy, cushy gig. Managed <laughs> 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 to blag your way onto this podcast. So. Oh, mate, it's good fun, actually. It's good, yeah. Well, it's nice having you, mate. Thank it's you. Nice Episode three, done. That was the hat trick then, wasn't it? Three, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Two in a week Shall we? Shall we sign off with the usual... Acast, yes. Spotify. It's funny, isn't it, that that we iTunes. can't promote that because if people have got this far, they already know where it is, don't but they? Do they? As their, na- as, their nan record- as their nan recorded it on a cassette tape, yeah, true. And they're playing it back on a Walkman. Commitment, that is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I suppose might- maybe you might be thinking, oh, I'm listening on iTunes, but I prefer Spotify, and you didn't know. So it's Acast, Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube for our lovely faces. Our lovely faces. Right, that's it then. Yeah, enjoy yeah. that. So until next time. Thanks as ever. Thank and we'll, we'll catch up soon. Oh, the villa. Sound. <laughs>